0: Welcome to a podcast by AAC Advisory Group. Today we're going to talk about the industrial application of drones. As everybody knows, drones is a hot topic at the moment. We are here with uh, Tim Shea, the author of an ASC study already talking about drones in uh, process industries, and with Matthias Grundstedt, the managing director of HALA Sky, a company that offers solutions in the area of drones and everything around it. Um I want to give the word to, to Tim now because he has been visiting the AUVSI Exponential show in Orlando and has uh, brought us some news and some interesting things from there. Please unmute yourself then, take it away.
1: Thanks, Constance. Uh, yes, the, the show at uh, uh, in Orlando was, uh, was quite fascinating. It was ARC's uh, first uh, visitation of this show and uh, thankfully, the, uh, the, the attendance was much greater than than, than uh, last year where they had the problem with the issue of the pandemic. And they also had a storm that uh, hit the area of Atlanta where the show was held. So the attendance went from basically around 1,000 people this last year to over 5,000 with almost 500 exhibitors. So it was a tremendous uh, success in light of the pandemic situation and the recovery from the previous show. And there was a number of different exhibitors on hand, anywhere from the the, the battery manufacturers, to the, the basic uh, manufacturers of composites, the materials that the drones are made out of, to the, the drone manufacturers themselves. You also had a number of different software uh, providers and control system, drone control system providers, and uh, a number of uh, uh, p- companies providing uh, complementary uh, payloads, such as uh, LIDAR sensors and various other sensors that the drone would be incorporating uh, to, to, uh, for data integration and data collection uh for the purposes of a number of different applications uh of which uh the ones we looked at were things like uh, inspections surveying and mapping leak detection methane monitoring things of that nature uh change detection or you know progress detection of a project that's ongoing typically in construction or something like that and uh surveillance and monitoring was also a uh a large application that's uh that we saw uh solutions that we're addressing. So the the show was very much a full value chain, if you will, of the the, the autonomous uh, space. And it also included uh, some ground-based robotics uh, companies like uh, Boston Dynamics, uh, Ghost Robotics, Unitree, companies like that that are offering quadrupedal uh, robots that could could move around a plant facility, refinery, or offshore platform. And they also had uh, a a segment of uh, exhibitors that were doing the underwater or uh, remote-operated vehicle, uh, drone or autonomous vehicles in that area. So it's a very exciting uh, show with a lot of uh, suppliers, a lot of new uh, exciting uh, developments. Uh, The FAA just recently came out with a 400-page report, which is showing – uh, signs of progress, if you will, from the FAA standpoint. Uh, obviously, I think many of the drone mm-hmm. participants in the industry wish the process would be expedited faster. But relative to the, how the FAA and other regulatory bodies, such as the FAA, work, this was uh, some really, some really uh, strong progress in terms of uh, new regulations that they were they were working on. So the show is very fascinating in terms of getting to see the full spectrum and the full value chain of the drone space. Uh, and what the interesting thing was of all the companies I talked to, we talked to Percepto and and companies like Skydio and things like Percepto is unique and they have a what they call an autonomous drone in the box solution. They're basically, the drone is put in a weather weather hardened enclosure that, that the enclosure will automatically open up and uh, the drone can fly off by itself, uh, fly a pre-programmed mission through the data collection, data imaging, whatever the case may be, then return back to the enclosure land itself and then charge itself, or in some cases, some suppliers will just do a hot swap of the battery. But during that whole show of talking to all these hundreds of companies, I didn't see anybody that really offered a really a comprehensive end-to-end solution. And that's why I was really uh, excited to be here with uh, 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 Matthias to talk about their very comprehensive, in my mind, the only one I've seen in the market right now, comprehensive end-to-end drone solution so I welcome the uh, the, you know to talk to Matthias and learn more about his solution because I think the market can really benefit from this uh, this wonderful uh, value proposition they can provide.
2: Thank you very much Tim Um, and and thank you Constanza, for having me here Yeah, um, let me talk about a little bit about Hala Sky. Hala uh, Sky is the daughter company of the Hamburg Harbor Logistics AG. So you can make an assumption what the abbreviation before it, before Sky means. So, and um, the Hamburg Harbor Logistics uh, AG is running the third biggest harbor in Europe. Um, so we are running the container terminals and um, therefore HALA Sky is born in the harbor uh, which is by nature our biggest laboratory we can have to improve and to test all our technologies. In, in, in essence um, at HALA Sky we are technology developers. We are developing software, microelectronics, embedded software, to give um, an end-to-end solution. What we have done in the past is we have developed an integrated control center for drones and other moving vehicles, let's say AMRs, uh, which can be connected and um, with this um, integrated control center you can fly more than 100 drones in different locations around the company uh, around your country um, meaning distributed drones uh, out in the field and all of them can start at the same time if you want and to do their missions and this drives basically efficiency of your business processes for autonomous inspection surveillance monitoring and not forgetting transport transport with drones will be a big thing from my point of view in the future we are focusing on transport with drones since our since the beginning because it's also a hot topic in a huge harbor and um to cover um all these use cases we have not only developed an integrated control center we have also developed the drones um, related to these use cases so we have drones developed in different categories take it as a maximum takeoff mass for from 25 kilos to 12 kilograms and down to four and two kilograms um so all these kind of use cases surveillance is made with with um uh, four kilogram drone and all these kind of things and at the end of the day uh, what we provide is a technology which gives a customer a real end-to-end solution including the services um, for the drones including software updates including software services hotline and even consulting and this is for me um, a really big point. and it's not only about placing drones here and there and that lets them automatically start out of a box or um, base station. We call it base stations and because we have three different kinds of base stations. So um, this is not only about these distributed drones, let them do one job um, with a fixed um, box. So it is about a strategy. You should develop as a company, you should develop a strategy where drones really can add value being in the third dimension, adding a value to your existing business process to make your company more efficient.
0: Do you want to tell us a bit about some applications that you're already busy in? Because we're talking about industrial applications where drones are, of course, an interesting topic, but not a
2: daily occurrence yet. Yeah, um, we have and, um, we have different different applications. Right now, um, the surveillance is uh, pretty big in the market. Uh, most of other customers are asking about um, surveillance. Um, we are always um, in, in the kind of critical data kind of things. So that means from the beginning, because we are as a Hamburg harbor, we are also critical infrastructure of Germany. So if we are not, not moving if we are not working. Germany has a spare part problem, and even other countries too. So that means um, our system from the first of, from the beginning, from the first date, we started programming all this. We have been looking after security by design, and that, that is where we are seen for, and um, and uh, therefore customers are talking to us and so surveillance is a big thing the second biggest topic uh, which is slowly coming is um, transportation actually meaning in b2b think about you having your big headquarter um, production somewhere and all the distributors and engineering companies are around that and so that means why don't you just move uh, move parts um, ad hoc parts, um, spare parts, and even material probes directly from a, water, from a wastewater plant into the environmental laboratory. So these are use cases which really make sense. You don't have to look at that really close because, I mean, you're taking the danger out of the streets, out of your factory. Um, the, the drones fly directly over the um, factory halls. So, it, and it's even <clears throat> with batteries, so it's, it's, it's not that noisy, it's, uh, the, it's more safe and more environmental friendly. And the third part, um, what I'm looking at is inspection. It is not only inspection about infrastructure. If you think a little bit deeper, what kind of an impact drone inspections can add to CO2 emissions. Let's say uh, we have so many concrete kind of bridges, houses and stuff like that if we would regularly really inspect them then probably we do not have to build a new bridge instead of we we can repair the bridge so this is also saving a lot of co2 emissions if we do regular inspections with drones and yeah these are the applications Um, and and the point about it is um, it is not that we are, that we have developed um, this technology, for example, for transportation, because we love it so much and we think it's so cool. It is because um, we are running out of, in the future, we are running out of personnel who is actually doing these jobs. And this is where, where companies, from my point of view, should prepare, who is doing these jobs in the future. You know, in our Hamburg harbor, we are using industrial climbers. I mean i can ask tim how many do you know in your private life probably not that many industrial climbers you know so dangerous pos- position yeah and so that, that means um it, there will not be a lot of industrial climbers maybe in the future because nobody wants to do these kind of things
0: that sounds absolutely fascinating tim you have been in the to the drones and industry for a long time can you tell us what you think about their technology and their approach especially to the drone technology and what it could mean for all, all industries
1: well what i found really impressive is that the ability to you know uh, control uh, you know 100 plus drones remotely is it's is really uh, currently the regulations there's only one drone to one pilot so the ability to manage a fleet of drones from say a remote location uh he mentioned earlier about the reduction in co2 that if you can Use these to perhaps uh, take away a helicopter flight or a plane. If they're doing using a drone instead of using a plane to do uh, methane monitoring of a pipeline, for example, or something like that, you're reducing, uh, you know, uh, emissions right there from the you know the jet fuel and from the helicopter fuel and things like that. So right along, you're having an environmental impact of a positive nature. Uh, number two is the uh, the ability to, uh, I think, to, to by re- remotely controlling uh, several drone, multiple drones at once. You're reducing tremendous amount of cost to people because currently right now you need one pilot for one drone, and these pilots are going anywhere from 100 to 200 dollars an hour. And if you're if the guy's not a certified inspector, you have to add the time and cost of an inspector on top of that. So, being able to remotely control these uh, fleets of drones is a tremendous cost savings, uh time, uh, and and then the ability to have the drones to go out there automatically. Repeatability of the repeatability of these missions uh, provides a data uh, data quality collection, a more consistent data quality collection and analysis, which is really I think is really going to be critical. So what really impressed me is the fact that I didn't even know that they had a drone in the box solution themselves, and three different variations or or more of this type of solution. Because I think the autonomous aspect of drones is really where the future is. Because really, what you're saying is uh, instead of having to pay a pilot and an inspector to do these missions uh and on top of getting a beef loss waiver which is not easy to get number one and it also has a cost to it by being able to have the drones you know provide this uh solution this these inspections this surveilling and monitoring and you know and all these different applications you you're keeping the employees out of harm way which is really the number one driver today of why people use drones and also robotics and then the second one is that the the cost savings you're doing of not having to pay the pilot and or the inspector So that's a that's certainly a couple hundred dollars an hour for perhaps anywhere from four to eight hours during the day, for multiple days, depending on the. Plus the availability
0: of of these people is limited. Of course. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Exactly.
1: Yes, and the quality of these the pilots can vary greatly. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: by using the drone in an autonomous way, you get a greater data consistency and data quality.
0: Timmy brought up an interesting point about also certification that people have to have certain, uh, not only certification of their own job, but your drones have to have them, your software, your system. Depending on countries, perhaps you could look into that, the two of you, for a moment, and then tell us also where the technology will yeah. go
2: in the future. Well, Thijs, nice. you want to take that? Everybody. Yeah, I mean, uh, thank you very much for this question because certification is a big thing. Um, as as with, with a drone, you are basically a participant in the airspace, so you should have um, some 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 certification. And it's not yes. only about being part of the airspace; it's only it's already also part of of your corporate um, um, uh, safety management. Right. So that means if you are flying with a drone in a chemical plant, for example, it should be uh, it should be certified in some ways. So what we have been doing um, starting three years ago, actually, um, we developed a functional safety for drones, um, which is which is not in the market yet. Meaning is the drone really there where the drone thinks it is. And, and also cybersecurity we developed because when you're in critical infrastructures, you're mapping out your company, you really like to know where your data goes and, and you wanna have it encrypted and all these kind of things. And therefore we are expecting um, this process the certification process being being done by the tuv end of may so all electronics have been approved um, we are still writing some last documents for the functional safety certification which is a hard thing to do even the, the cyber security was was a hard thing to do but now we have both things in place and basically if you know what function what um what um Functional safety is doing. There's not much more you have to develop in the future because yes. you have you have separated safety uh, from the operational process in the drone, and that is unique from my point of oh, knowledge. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. By far, there's the, you no know, one I've talked to was even close to that uh, that uh, that development. So that's that's fantastic. It's going to be a real positive impact for the industry for sure.
2: Yeah, and and if we look at um, Constanze, what you have been asking us, where does where does this go? Um, I see it. I see the technology which has been developed by us and others going a far, far long way. Um, not because it's not available, because there are coming more and more applications, and that means that um, in the future we will we will control not only robots, AMRs, we will control AGVs. Uh, we will be controlling um, swimming drones um, yep. from from a control center and even let's say about um, big trucks, you know autonomous trucks without a driver inside um, when they are when they are uh, used in a corporate environment, for example, because from there they will move outside in the public space, I think.
0: Is, is there a limit on the industries, or is there a special talent that your program or your t- drones have that makes it very useful for certain
2: industries? Um, we, have, we have developed a system um, because that was one question of my, myself. I mean, when I started in 2017 with this type of things, everybody is always use case specific development. And I was asking myself why in the world does not anybody um, develop the generic kind of software which which is then being able to be adapted to customer needs with the last ten percent so if we are talking to to um, chemicals to um, energy to oil and gas to to logistics I mean logistics and chemicals you know it's it's completely different kind of things um but in 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 the whole if you want to run a drone operation you need a certain process being in place to make it safe and make it secure for the environment for people and for for the machines and this is what we have developed and and therefore we can react on 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 the on customer requirements according to their special needs to create the most value and, and I think this is important and also um, as we have programmed everything ourselves, it's fairly easy to integrate our control center into existing applications and also future, we, we have, for example, we have made an integration with with ServiceNow, which is an enterprise asset management tool, which is more and more coming, and or if you look at some 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 security, some facility management centers, every most of the corporations are having. If we connect that together, having the signal from perimeter being transferred from the security corporate security control center into our system, and the drone immediately starts going there, checking if something is. Something is under danger, or so. So that makes really sense. So the ability to integrate the, your soft, the new software, into existing software platforms or software applications that really makes fun from my point of view.
0: Yeah. It sounds amazing, Tim. You want to say some uh, last words about uh, in the, the industrial application of drones before we uh, come to well,
1: it th- I think that uh, Matthias hit hit all the key points and it's really, it was just listening to him. I said, these guys have really, really thought this through completely because it's clearly, there's no company out there that I've come across that has, that they're only covering a piece of the puzzle. These guys have thought this whole thing through from end to end, literally. So it's quite fascinating uh, to hear. uh, And I'm excited because I really think that the marketplace needs to know about this capability. And I think that, uh, the, the proposition, the value proposition that they can provide is going to be tremendous. So I I really fully support uh, any efforts to help them in the getting the word out. And I think it's uh, you can tell these guys have over engineered this uh, to the to the to the to the T because it's really it's addressing all the key issues throughout the whole. I mean, they've covered them almost. I can't think of a scenario that a customer could come across that they haven't thought about. So very very impressive uh, approach. And and I think the strategy part. It was very important because I think there's a certain amount of people get caught up in, the, oh, drones, or everybody's talking about drones. And it's like analytics. People get caught up in analytics. you got to look at the business value. And he mentioned about the strategy. Really ask yourself, what do you want to accomplish? Most companies use drones or robotics As the first key is driving is, is safety. They don't want to have an employee climbing up, you know, a 200-foot smokestack or whatever the application may be. So they're trying to get the employee out of that harm's way. And then then, then it opens up. Once you start, these drones start to prove themselves in certain applications, then your customer asks themselves, what else can I do with this? And so I think these guys have done a tremendous job of thinking that through and, and sort of probably asking themselves a lot of those same questions along the way. Okay, we can do this. What can we do now? And so I think they've done a fantastic job of developing a really an end-to-end solution that has added tremendous amount of value to a number of industries and a number of applications.
0: Thank you very much for that, and thank you Matthias Gontet for introducing us to this amazing solution. Thank you Tim for bringing your expertise to this. Um, if anybody wants to know more about this, please consider joining the Euro- uh, European uh, Forum of ASE because. Uh, Hala Sky will be one of the people who have a a keynote or have a we're going to present their product there so you can come live on our online forum and ask them. Thank you both of you for your time. Thank you listeners for giving your time.
2: Thank you Constance.
0: And uh, we wish you a a pleasant thing whatever you're doing. Goodbye.
1: Take care.